0: So I heard this amazing Jamal Crawford story the other day on uh, actually JJ Reddick's podcast. And I've just got to share this with you because it's, it's a perfect example of law number seven of the deep game. And just to recap real quick, law number seven is of course the law of mastery. And the law of mastery states that the game rewards the player who needs no reward other than the game itself. So Jamal Crawford, as you I'm sure know, was a nasty, nasty player. And uh, as the story goes, he's in a contract year, so like really big year, it's when they're gonna renew his contract or he's gonna go into free agency and get signed by another team, so he needs to play well. In a contract year, they land in a city the day before the game, and he goes to a random playground and plays three hours of pickup just against random people <laughs> three hours of pickup at full speed as hard as he can the day before a game and then goes into the game of course the night, the following night and, and plays really well And as the story goes, he said he basically did that all the time. You couldn't keep him off the court. I don't know if the teams that uh, he was under contract with actually knew that he was doing this, but you just couldn't stop him from playing. The guy was playing all the time and he'd play against anybody at any time, no matter who you were, uh, you know, like on some random playground in some random city, he would be there and it's funny because now he is officially as he was saying in the podcast he said he was like non-retired meaning he was ready to play if a team he's out of the nba right now and he's unsigned but if any team calls him up he said i am in i'm ready i'll play any role just like show me where to sign and you gotta love this guy like he's just always down to play and he actually said the other day he played one on none against himself in the pouring rain up to a hundred and this was just like i guess on his uh, outdoor court at his house or something like that and he was like i was going full speed like slipping in the rain and going as hard as i could and uh he went up to a hundred against himself So, again, you got to love this guy. And he's just such a shining example of Law number 7. Again, the game rewards the player who needs no reward other than the game itself. And his love for the game is so deep that it's fueled one of, like, the (laughs) most awesome careers to watch. Like, Jamal Crawford was such a joy to watch. And you could tell that guy just loved to hoop. Like, again, you couldn't keep him off the court. And so often, well, I I was actually, I was reminded of a text message that I got from a player. So I'll share this with you now. This player actually um, I've been working with for many years, I think 10 years now. He went from being uh, essentially end of the bench on his ninth grade JV team to now playing professionally in Ireland. And I think he just took a year off because of coronavirus, but um, really one of the greatest underdog stories and the greatest players that I've had the pleasure to work with. And so this is the text message that he sent me, he said, in talking to younger players, I think one of the things that holds them back is that a lot of them play for social status and extrinsic motivation, meaning meaning external motivation, more so than the love of the game. And how true is that? It's like speaking with... Um, Kids that I've worked with, you speaking with any of your teammates, sometimes like if you really dig into the reasons that you're playing this game for, a lot of the time things come up like I want to prove everybody wrong, I want to be the best, I want to like win the MVP, win the championship, I, all of these things that are external and essentially beside the point of actually the act of playing the game itself and if the act of playing the game itself and your love for that act of playing the game itself is not the core motivating factor in your basketball career and your reason for doing this then it's going to fall flat okay it's going to fall flat and it's never ever going to work So and I should caveat that if you do have like phenomenal world-class genetics you can probably make it work (laughs) like just to get status and money and girls or whatever you want. Uh, Yeah if you're Zion Williamson not that he plays that way for that reason but if you're Zion you got his body you can probably make it work but for the rest of us (laughs) if your love for the game is not fueling how you play the game, the decisions that you make in your career, and your reason for playing it in the first place, it's not going to work. And I'll illustrate this with an analogy. The best analogy that I can come up with is actually in uh, relationships, okay? So let's say, and after having many, I guess five, like fairly serious relationships in my life that were longer than a year, anywhere from a year to three or four years, I will say that it doesn't matter how attractive the other person is, doesn't matter how cool you look with them, like how how impressed your friends are that you're with them, it doesn't matter how much they do for you or, or any of those things. If the love isn't there, it's never ever going to work and you are going to come out on the other side of that relationship feeling as though you wasted your time. And if you are basing the people that you're in relationship with on uh, external things like their looks or, you know, how much status it gives you to be with that person, how popular they are, things of that nature, things that many human beings base base their relationship choice on, if you're basing it on those factors alone, then... (laughs) you will be missing out on one of the crown jewels of human experience which is true love and having experienced that as well i will say there is almost no other reason for living like it's it's truly that uh that incredible of an experience. There's no amount of money, there is no amount of status or recognition or accolades or literally anything else that you could give me to replace that. Having experienced it, I I can literally say that I can go to the grave happy, knowing that I came here and learned what this life is all about, which is true love. And so if that's not there, then whatever you're doing is essentially a waste of time. I liken it to um, collecting stamps. Like everything else is is like stamp collecting. It's pointless next to that true love. And so that love that you have for the game, the reason that you started playing in the first place is the only reason to play this game. The external motivations, like regardless of how shiny they look, (laughs) they're never ever going to be worth it. And i'll uh, i'm reminded right now of an, actually a story from a player who had more of those external uh, accomplishments than just about any other player which is michael jordan <clears throat> and so michael jordan as the story goes had a clause in his contract with the chicago bulls and typically in the nba contracts are constructed in a way that <clears throat> excuse me const- contracts are constructed in a way that if the player gets injured while doing anything outside of a team sanctioned event. So, meaning if they, you know, in Jamal Crawford's case, if he went and got injured uh, playing those pickup games, his contract would be voided and the team wouldn't have to pay him. That's pretty standard. Uh, I don't know if it's still standard, but definitely back when Michael Jordan was playing, that was the standard procedure for teams. And Michael Jordan insisted on what he called a love of the game clause. And the love of the game clause uh, basically said that, <coughs> excuse me, The love of the game clause said that he could play anywhere at any time for any reason simply for the love of the game and that if he got hurt doing that, the team could not void his contract and he would basically be immune. So if he went and got injured on a pickup game playing the day before the game for three hours like Jamal Crawford did and he tore his ACL let's say the team would actually have to pay him for the following year and I'm not sure if this is like commonplace now it might be but back then that was like unheard of and yet he insisted the love of the game clause he wanted to be able to play at any time for any reason simply because he loved the game so once again uh, I'm I'm I'll I'll bring it back to that relationship analogy okay and the point that I'm trying to drive home here is that your love of the game is sort of like this master key that kind of unlocks your potentials in the game of basketball and trying to achieve some external result some external status some external reward is sort of like simply using the wrong key for the lock okay you've got this like big dangling keychain and you've got dozens of keys on it and yet only one is the right one and it's that big shiny one in the middle that love of the game key (laughs) and if you use any other key the desire for social recognition for status for reward for accomplishment for any of these fleeting momentary uh you know external rewards if you use any of the other keys they're not going to unlock and in a relationship let's say you're in an argument with your girl or boyfriend and during this argument you're both trying to get the other to see your point of view okay you're you're fighting for your point of view she's fighting for her point of view uh, or he or whoever and you're fighting for your point of view and you're both trying to get the other one to do something for you you both want this external thing you're like i i need you to do this for me and here's why and here's why and the more you uh try to drive home your point the more they try to drive home their point maybe if you've been in a relationship you know how this goes there's no end to it regardless of how right you think you are I promise you the other person thinks that they are exactly just as right and so there's no end to it it's this it's this cycle to nowhere right and so the only thing that actually dissolves the conflict that you're in and ends the argument and actually resolves it and gets you both what you actually want is coming back to oh wait i love you i'm sorry i love you like um i do feel that way but i love you more than that okay i love you more than the thing that i'm trying to get and you probably experienced if you've had relationships that in these cases immediately it's like the other person just melts and you melt as well and the thing that you thought was so important during the argument is no longer important it's totally beside the point point. and once you reconnect on that level the other person is happy to give you what you want and that's the real meaning of the game rewards the player who needs no reward other than the game itself when you stop trying so hard to get what you want you have it you already have it. And that's the realization that I, I pray you get today from this talk and, and from all of these talks, really, you already have what you're searching for. You already have the ability to play the game with with and for the love of the game. And one of our players said this brilliant quote in the deep game forum the other day and I'll, I'll probably butcher it. Um, it's it was something to the tune of when, you try to get results. You never get results. When you uh, or when you play for results, you never get those results and you never get the love. When you play for love, you get love and results. <laughs> and essentially that's true. When you play for the love of the game, the results come so much easier, so much more smoothly and so much more uh, naturally. Like you don't even have to really try for them. And when you play for those results, once again, you're just chasing a shadow. You can never catch it. If you stay still, though, the shadow is there, (laughs) right? And it's the same way with the love of the game. So take after Jamal Crawford, MJ. uh, Take after yourself when you first started playing this game and the reasons you started playing it for the simple love of the act of playing the game itself. Like that is the reason. That is the reason. So... I hope that helps you out and I will see you in the next one.